I left a video for you to check out on Instagram and Facebook and that's what you'll hear the first four minutes and 17 seconds of this new episode is from that video so please go take a look at that video and leave your comments but welcome to the podcast thanks My name is Nene, and I am your host of All Things Dorothy's Daughter, and I'm the head mentor at Set My Path Mentoring Academy. Today is new episode Tuesday for the podcast, so I hope you're all caught up. I wanted to leave this video for you as an introduction of what you will hear me talk about on today's show. So if you haven't listened, go out and take a listen. I had a super fabulous guest who I decided that I would push on for next week to the pod, on the podcast. But as I, was, as I was preparing for this week's episode, as we're talking and continuing the discussion on struggle to success, I started thinking about my own journey. I started thinking about how people from the outside see me, measuring that by the words they have said to me over the years. And specifically, I was not paying much attention to my own struggle to success. So how do you measure sh- struggle? How do you measure success? Is it the things you have acquired? Is it your health, the number of cars you have, or the friends you hang out with at nice, rest- at nice restaurants? Is it your job title or your mom and dad title? Do you measure your struggle against someone worse off? Or do you measure your success because at least I fill in the blank? Well, listen to the podcast and please leave me a comment about your struggle to success story and how you classify your struggle and what is success to you. Now don't give me no BS answer. You can save that typing time because I don't need that. Give me something real, something that can help others. I'll post your comments if you add some good sharing value. So make sure you do that. But I wanna leave you with something. I had to remind myself of something today. I don't know if many of you know, But there's a lady, her name is Brene Brown, and she has a TED Talk where she talks about vulnerability. She said something that I wanted to share with you because I think some struggles are trying to steal our worthiness. So Brene Brown was asked a few questions before her 2012 TED Talk, and this is one that stood out for me. The question was, what's your greatest lesson you have learned in your life? And she said, When you get to a place where you understand that love and belonging, your worthiness is a birthright and not something you have to earn, anything is possible. Keep worthiness off the table. You can, your raise can be on the table. Your promotion can be on the table. Your title can be on the table. Your grades can be on the table, but keep your your worthiness for love and belonging off the table. And then ironically, everything else takes care of itself. I want you to know, you watching right now, I want to tell you that you are worthy. You are worthy no matter what your past has told you, what those who don't love you have told you, what you have been told on your job. You don't earn worthiness because before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. Before you were born, he set you apart. So worthiness was yours before you even knew that it was yours. 
Here's some other words for worthy. You're good, true, honest, honorable, reliable, trustworthy, noble, philanthropic, pure, decent, credible, deserving. Please go listen to All Things Dorothy's Daughter on your favorite podcast app. Share it with a friend and let me know your struggles and successes. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. They all are by the same name, All Things Dorothy's Daughter. Thank you for watching and go out and be great. Make sure you do that. went out and watched that video that I posted on Instagram and on Facebook. The words that you just listened to, as I said, are from that video. It's only a few minutes long, so go out and take a listen. As I've been thinking about the struggle to success, and I actually, um, another reason that I decided to only record myself on this episode was because I was speaking with um, one of my daughters today um, where we were actually texting and um, in our text messages we were talking about the need or the desire um, to always be more, um, want to go further in our careers, aren't we aren't taking the time to enjoy the moment and a light bulb came on for me. What I realized about myself, when I think back to some of you listening, actually read a, what I call a short story about something that happened to me growing up as a child. And what happened to me, I almost, literally I almost died. I was buried alive. And that changed me. And, and I believe that that made me want to, oh, in overdrive, live my life to the fullest. That wasn't the first time that I almost died. There was a second time that I literally was within um, 10 minutes of, of dying had I not received care or had I not been actually at the hospital at the exact moment that this other incident happened. So I get it. We'll say that we are on the freeway. You know, we were in accidents. Um, There are several people who have had near-death experiences. But when I think about the struggle that that I've had and... You know, there's, there's so many different struggles that we all have. But in speaking with my daughter today, what I realized is the struggle that I continue to deal with is wondering if I'm good enough. Now, I would say that I've gotten a lot further in this thought process of whether I'm good enough or not. And and let me give you some examples so that I can add a little color to this conversation. So when I started working at 
Eli Lilly. I worked there. I was a sales representative. I was on the marketing team. I was on Six Sigma. I got promoted relatively quickly. I was a district manager. I was a specialty manager. And a lot of people didn't walk into that role as a specialty manager um, without having led a team before. At least that's how it was at Lilly. And so I had a really great career there. I climbed that corporate ladder. I received numerous awards. I was rookie of the year. All those things sound great, but there was something that throughout my 10 years, and if I look back and if I really be honest and true with myself and think about this in my gut, there was times at Lilly that reminded me, let me take a step back. I had actually interviewed at Lilly probably for two years before I actually got the job. Um, and so I was hired on and that manager that I was interacting with, I had been keeping in touch with her over the two years. And if there was a job that came available, she would call me first. So that makes a person feel wanted and valued, wouldn't you say? Well, when I finally did get hired, I um, actually got my undergraduate degree at the University of Phoenix. So I did that online and I got my MBA from the University of Redlands. Well, lo and behold, I started Eli Lilly. My current manager then tells me there was a gentleman, and I do remember this person. He said that I didn't go to quote unquote real school, right? Getting my bachelor's degree wasn't a real degree. He didn't consider University of Phoenix somewhere real. And she told me this. And so that tapped into my insecurities my own that I carry, right? I come from San Bernardino where we didn't talk about going to college. We didn't talk about life outside of San Bernardino. So when I heard that from her, what stuck with me over those years was the fact that I didn't have a quote unquote real degree. And others at Lilly, they, their parents brought them up and they went to college right out of high school and they you know they were in fraternities and sororities and they didn't have college debt so that if I'm being real that made me feel a little insecure but those insecurities did not start there those insecurities started way back where you know, we won't go into childhood stuff, but that was one of the insecurities that I have, that I had, and, and that all was a part of not feeling that I was enough. And so being with those individuals at Lilly from Harvard, from Yale, right? Well, now we know those kids paid to get in those colleges, but that's a whole nother story, y'all. But being with those individuals and listening to some of the things that they were able to accomplish again according to my lens I wasn't successful even though I had been promoted quickly I had been tapped and identified as a future leader at Lilly my experiences I've had I had quite a few different experiences and 
all of those things that I had, I had a, in my story that some of you have read, I talk about my desires to have two daughters and quote unquote that white picket fence and the French Bulldog and the Mercedes. And I had all of those things. So why was I still feeling that way? What was I struggling with? And if you think about the conversation that I had on the video that I posted, I wasn't feeling worthy. So because I wasn't feeling worthy, I thought I needed to earn that worthiness, which meant go back, make sure you have an MBA. Oh, maybe you should think about getting a PhD because maybe they, quote unquote, will accept you then. Or maybe if you just continue to tell people about your experiences, they will then bless you as worthy. I'll give you another example. And, and the reason that I'm talking about this is because today's video and the conversation with my daughter, it really struck a, a chord and a nerve with me to make me think about, am I truly thinking or feeling that I'm successful? And what does success look like? And in the video I talked about, is it my health? Is it my children's health? Is it, what is it? Because even with the current company that I'm at, I'm not gonna say any names, but when I came into this organization, I'm now a vice president of business development um, at a Fortune 500 company. And even though I have all the credentials, I mean, I've worked, I've worked my tail off, literally. <laughs> I've worked my ass off to get to where I am, to have the experiences that I have that I can now share with others. This, this didn't happen by accident. I put in the work. And to have others still doubt that my experiences were truly my experiences and their lack of willingness to let me in. You know, if I if I think about it, if I remove myself, my 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 mind, um, I do this. I don't know if any of you have heard of this. There's this personality test that I use with my clients, and it tells me it tells you all of who you are. And I'll be honest with you. It literally is exactly who I am. Um, or it, it gives you those descriptors, rather, right? Because I, I'm not going to say it's actually who you are. But let me, um, let me read some of the descriptors that this tells me on who I am. Because I think those of you that know me, you will find it super true and super, like, Yep, that is her. So let me find it. This, and, and what again, I, I go through this with my, my clients because what you receive is you receive a 15 page document and there's a circle on it, there's arrows. It's very difficult for people to understand how to then use what you've learned about yourself and use that in your life. So let me read this um, on what I am. It says, generally, it's described, I'm described as the boss and the leader and is defined as the most aggressive type within this personality type. 
um, some of the traits include um, insensitivity um, with the need to be strong and powerful and I, I avoid vulnerability and I am um, let's see here I, I, this is not a good example let me let me start over let me give you guys let me go back and, and find my other my other good example and let's start here so just so that again some of those that some of those of you that know me this is this is what it says about me it says that my type exemplifies the desire to be independent and to take care of oneself i am aggressive i mean excuse me assertive and passionate about life meeting it head-on with self-confidence and strength i've learned to stand up for myself and have a resourceful can-do attitude um, this personality type is determined to be self-reliant and free to pursue their own destiny. Um, it says honor is important to this type because their word is their bond. When they say you have my word on it, they mean it. It says this personality type are natural leaders. They're honorable, authoritative, and decisive with a solid commanding presence they take initiative and make things happen, protecting and providing for the people in their lives while empowering others to stand on their own. They embody courage and they use their talents and vision to construct a better world for everyone, depending on the range of influence. And so it says most of all, this type personality type are people of vision and action can take what looks like a useless broken down shell of a building and turn it into a beautiful home or office or hospital likewise they see personalities excuse me they see possibilities in people and they like to offer incentives and challenges to bring out people's strengths eight it says um this personality type agree with the saying give a person a fish and they eat for t for a day but if you teach them how to fish, they can feed themselves for life. Um, you know, it says this personality type knows that it's true because they have taught themselves how to fish. They're self-starters. They enjoy constructive activity, building up themselves, others in their world. So again, it goes on and on, but I'm reading it not to be bragging or boastful. I'm reading it because these personality types are true for me. But my struggle, right, hear me right, my struggle has been, there are times where I haven't felt worthy enough. And the worthiness does not come from these outside events. Worthiness does not come from some somebody telling you that you're good enough because you have what's in you already. I said in the video that you were born, before you were born, he knew you. How special is that? Your fingerprints, and I've said this on a different podcast, but your fingerprints are different than anyone else's. So my struggle, which has been happening throughout my life, maybe in times of stress, it happens, it's heightened, where I think I'm not good enough, I think I'm not pretty enough, I think I'm not skinny enough, I think I'm not talented enough, where we don't, talk about that enough well at least maybe I don't talk about that enough but we all have insecurities that 
hinder our abilities to truly identify what we consider or what measuring stick we use to say that we're successful. So on the outside, those of you listening, those of you that are watching the video, you think about the things and, and I do, you know, we have things. I, in my story, I talk about wanting that Mercedes Benz and wanting the French Bulldog and wanting two daughters and wanting that marriage. And if you think about it, I have those things. And those things are the goal that I reached for and I was successful in getting that goal. However, I want us to think about the, the other things that are robbing our worthiness. And those are our struggles. I think our struggles are, are hidden cancers. Those struggles are hidden cancers to our worthiness. We don't think that we're good enough. And if we don't think that we're good enough, if we don't think that we're worthy enough, if we don't think that we're kind enough, if we don't think that we're loving enough, if we don't think that we're pretty enough, if we don't think that we're talented enough, if we don't think that we deserve that promotion, if we don't think that we deserve this happy marriage or happy life, then those struggles are getting the way in the way of our worthiness. And so to go from struggle to success, it's, it's, it's a journey. I always tell my team and those that I'm coaching that it's a marathon, not a sprint, because some of these things are ingrained in us so deeply that we don't even recognize that they're there, right? That insecurity, that's a struggle that someone is dealing with today. That lack of confidence that is something that someone is dealing with today. That lack of financial stability, that is something that someone's dealing with today. But understanding that those struggles are not who you are because whose you are says that you're worthy enough. So if we can separate and understand that these struggles are robbing us of our worthiness, then I think we can get further. Now, don't don't get me wrong. On As we're all on this earth, we are going to have trials and tribulations. But I'd like for us to start no longer calling them a struggle and calling them a speed bump as I continue through my journey of worthiness. Because remember, we're, we're already worthy. We don't have to earn it. No one has to write it down for us, put it on a piece of paper, give it to a pigeon and send to us. It's ours. And the conversation I had with my daughter where we talked about a little bit of her struggle right now is not enjoying the moment. Being when someone says, wow, you are so talented and you have so much potential. You're gonna be a great leader you're gonna be leading companies. You're gonna, who knows, you could be leading a state. You could be you know, in government. Whatever you choose to do, you can do it. But her struggle came in because me as her mother, I would say, oh, you got a B minus. Mm. 
Don't you think you could have gotten an A? Or um, you're not, you didn't get a, you didn't get the A because you didn't, you didn't study long enough or you didn't win the race. Again, this is just in general. You didn't win the race if you're running in a marathon because you didn't try hard enough. So I was always moving the stick for her, for both of my daughters. I was always moving the finish line. So what did I do? I created a sense of not being worthy enough. Her and you know my daughters, both of them, the, the sense of forget, because I was moving the stick, the finish line stick, as they succeeded, as they continue to succeed, I moved the stick, which in turn, I wasn't telling them verbally that they're not worthy enough, but evidently that's how it's been interpreted. Because in our conversation, she kept saying that, oh, I was riding with, you know, she's, again, she's doing super fabulous in her role. I'm so proud of her. I would be proud of her if she worked at McDonald's. I'm just gonna let you know that right now, baby. But when someone tells her, at work, you're so talented. How did you learn so much? She downplays it because I moved the stick. I said, well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to climb that corporate ladder and be the best because your mom climbed it and considered herself the best. You are supposed to get A's because I know you didn't try hard as you could, but that's on me. So what I did for them, granted, it's not the end of the world. Thank the Lord, it's not the end of the world. But in in talking with her, I had an epiphany moment. And the epiphany moment was, I kept moving the stick of being complete because I carried that as my struggle, because I wasn't considering myself worthy, because I didn't value that I worked hard, went to college for six years, yet someone told me at a company that I tried to get into for two years that that's not enough, that your college experience is not like mine, so it's not enough. So that tapped into my sense of not being worthy. And these struggles that we're thinking about I want you to look at it and say, is it because I don't feel worthy? Is it because I'm not enough? Again, we all are gonna have trials and tribulations. That's, we're gonna have that until the day that we die. But how are you allowing those trials and tribulations to taint your know that you know that you know that you are still worthy If you've committed a crime, guess what? You're still worthy. If you wrote bad checks when you were in high school, guess what? You're still worthy. You had a baby at 15, guess what? You're still worthy. If you lost your house during the the financial crisis that we had some years ago, guess what? You're still worthy. It doesn't dictate and it doesn't take away the, the trials and tribulations they do not remove our worthiness. And again, I I just thinking about my daughters and what I put on them because I kept moving the stick 
and I move the stick because of my blinders on again different points in time there are times you feel worthy there's times that you don't but what I learned is I am 100% 100 all the time every single day there is not a moment in my life not a single moment that I'm not worthy no matter what trial I'm going through no matter what tribulation is happening I am still worthy because he told me that I am and so me moving the stick for my daughters it now put that monkey on their back to think that they're not worthy and I'll use my platform my podcast people is my shit to say that daughters you are worthy no matter the circumstances no matter if you fail if you do something wrong you are still worthy and from this day forward I'm going to keep that in my memory I'm going to attempt to right I'm going to be very intentional and that's what I say and, and you know we ask how do you con- how do you stay worthy how do you stay in that mind frame of, of staying worthy it's intentional you have to remind yourself daily that you are still worthy no matter the circumstances and if you are still worthy no matter the circumstances you can get through anything you can get through anything whether it's a divorce whether it's a breakup whether it's a friendship loss whether it's a job loss no matter what it is you can get through it because you're worthy and so I hope that I was able to give somebody something because for me today it was an epiphany moment and it really caused me to reflect and and you know I'm very visual that's really um, how I learn and the only vision I kept seeing was was my daughter's running for the finish line and I move I move the stick I moved the finish line because I wanted to stretch them. Now, don't get me wrong, they're not all screwed up. So I don't want to say that. But there's I want them to be free. I want them to understand that they are worthy no matter what someone tells them that they're worthy. So please share this podcast with a friend. Share it with someone who may need to hear it. Let them go look at the video. Leave me messages on my Facebook page, All Things Dorothy's Daughter. Instagram, All Things Dorothy's Daughter. Twitter, All Things Dorothy's Daughter. If you're also interested in coaching sessions with me, mentoring sessions with me, you can check out my LinkedIn page because I do actually have all the experience that I say that I do. Um, I'm not that guru that's just reading books and kind of putting it out there, but uh, this is 15 plus years of experience that I have in in corporate America and maneuvering that life, uh, raising two strong, independent, college graduated, um, great head on their shoulders, beautiful women. Um, And I did all this by being intentional, very specific, and I had a plan. So please leave your messages DM me, leave a message on Facebook or on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. 
Go out, be great. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to All Things Dorothy's Daughter and this month's series from struggle to success. Go out and be great.